SBS, a world of difference. You're with SBS Ukrainian on mobile, online and on radio. Ви з SBS українською на мобільних, інтернеті та на радіо. Hello from the BBC. I'm Pete Ross with an update on the war in Ukraine. After weeks of intense fighting in eastern Ukraine, Russia appears to now have the upper hand in the besieged city of Severodonetsk. UK military intelligence says Russia is now in control of most of the city. Earlier, Russia had said it would open a humanitarian corridor for civilians to leave the city. But now Moscow says Ukrainian forces are disrupting these efforts. The BBC's Nick Beek is in the capital, Kyiv. There is little clarity so far on whether any besieged Ukrainian families in Severodonetsk have managed to reach safety. Previous evacuation attempts in other places, including the southern port city of Mariupol, have had very mixed results, with Russian occupiers accused of targeting civilians trying to reach safety. Russia's military advances in the region have been accompanied by louder pleas from Kyiv for more Western weapons. Several nations, including the US, UK and Germany, have already pledged to supply Ukraine with weapons to counter Russia's overwhelming firepower. But it's not clear how much weaponry Ukraine has, says defence and security analyst Professor Mike Clark. The one thing we do know is that the United States committed to sending 90 of its M777s, which is a powerful howitzer, which would outrange Russian howitzers. And the US claimed over a week ago that that all 90 had been delivered and were either in the battle area or on the way to the battle area. Whether the other howitzers that have been promised have got there, I rather doubt, because those that are German-based are being withheld, mainly by Chancellor Schultz, who seems to be you know, unaccountably not willing to carry out what his own political system and the German public seems to want. So it's it's a bit patchy. Meanwhile, NATO's Secretary General has said he expects allies to agree a package of support for Ukraine that would allow its military to move away from using Soviet-era equipment. Jens Stoltenberg said the measures should be agreed at a summit in Madrid later this month. Allies are committed to continue... Uh, providing the military equipment that Ukraine needs to prevail, including heavy weapons and long-range systems. It's thought that taking Severodonetsk in the nearby city of Luchansk would give Moscow control of the entire Luhansk region, a key goal for Russia. Ukraine's President Vladimir Zelensky previously said the battle for Severodonetsk could pave the way as regards how the whole war may pan out. But is the overall battle for Severodonetsk as critical as previously thought? Professor Michael Clark again. The real strategic uh, centre is further west in Slavyansk and Kramatorsk. And unless the Russians take Slavyansk and Kramatorsk and the Ukrainians have put a perimeter around it, a very powerful defensive perimeter, then the, the Russians won't make any more progress in the Donbass. So those very Donetsk and over the river in Lysyshansk, they represent a symbolic conquest of the Luhansk region, the Luhansk oblast for the Russians, strategically further west is the bigger prize. The current bombardment of Severodonetsk will remind many of the brutal battle for Mariupol in southern Ukraine. The port city was devastated by shelling before being finally captured by Russian forces. Now the city's displaced residents face a new challenge, dealing with the trauma of the war. This mother and daughter recently managed to escape the city 
which has come to symbolize the brutality of life under Russian occupation. The Russian kill my grandmother. They destroyed the house where I grow up. Everything we have, all this was destroyed just because we are Ukrainians. Everyone who survived went outside. There was shelling. This was three in the morning. We stood there realizing our loved ones were still in the basement and could not be saved. The whole house was on fire. It was the scariest night of my life. And another area to experience intense fighting, the northeastern city of Kharkiv. Russia has reportedly killed thousands of the city's civilians with indiscriminate shelling and cluster bombs, which are widely banned. Now, the chief prosecutor of the International Criminal Court has visited Ukraine's second largest city. Karim Khan called on Moscow to cooperate with the ICC investigation. I will keep on trying to um, engage with the Russian Federation because I think any state that wishes to um, fly the flag of democracy and legality should have nothing to hide and nothing to fear. Those are the latest developments on day 112 of Russia's invasion. I'm Pete Ross at the BBC.